That's what happens when your partner can't be here. Hi, I'm Lee, and this is 50 Days of Dragon Con, the podcast that goes on even when the other partner is a little under the weather or having to deal with real life things. And, you know, those are great. Those unfortunately happen, and we all have to do it. So I'm Lee. I'm so excited everybody's here. Um, A lot of people know that the app is up. That is great. But I got to really tell y'all something. Sometimes the app goes up, but it's not like real yet. So it might be, you never know, but just keep watching. It's not all up yet. I promise you on that. Um, It's that. No, it's not. So keep looking. It'll all be updated. We're not. It'll get there. So don't go crazy. But some of it might be true. I don't know. I'm really curious if I can go to a panel called how to build your own thermonuclear device. Um, because you know, I am, uh, I'm sorry, it is at 6 p.m. on Thursday called Build Your Own Thermo Thermonuclear Warhead Extra Material Fees Apply. I'm seriously thinking about it if I could do that. Um, mostly because you know, I'm not on enough FBI, CIA, or whatever watch list they put weird people on. Uh, but today we are here talking to somebody in another one of those groups at Dragon Con that people know about and people wonder about and wonder what they really do. And then they hear them by word of mouth and they're not sure if that's really a group or not. So I really want to introduce Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, Lee. Hi. And we are so glad Tim's with us today. Tim is one of the founders of the Dragon Con Cigar Group. Yes, there is a place at Dragon Con. You can smoke cigars. <gasps> So Tim, hi. hi. How are you? So Tim, how did you look before we get into the cigar club, which I'm sure a lot of people want to know about? I know I'm actually already a member, so I know how that works because I love cigars too. We'll chat about that in a second. Um, how did you even find out about Dragon Con? How did you get? I mean, how did you even start coming to Dragon Con? As we are almost at the 40th year, if I'm correct. Oh my goodness, getting getting close. I'm a yes. nerd from way back. It was hugely into <laughs> science yeah. fiction. The first thing I saw was the original series Star Trek and reruns in mm-hmm. the early 70s. I had heard of Dragon Con in the late 90s and just mm-hmm. but had just never gone. And in 2003, I think it was, I was looking at the schedule online on a Friday mm-hmm. afternoon. And that was when it started at 1 p.m. on Friday. I still, right. Wow. And it was uh, still really only a three, well, kind no. of four day con, but Friday afternoon to Monday afternoon. Yeah. Right. And as I was going through the panels, the Brit track had a 10 or 11 a.m. Saturday morning James Bond panel. Okay. And that's what finally convinced me to go. And at, (laughs) you know, at one o'clock in the afternoon at work, I went online to the Marriott, got a room for the night. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a long time ago. That was a long time ago. That was 2003. That's a long time ago. Yes. 
that was that was uh, 2003. I thought, you know, well, I'll I'll stay tonight, see this panel. Well, on Saturday after I saw the panel and got the feeling of what was going on, right? It's like, okay, I'm staying the rest of the weekend. I'm staying forever. So, I'll just yeah. And so I've I've been going every year since 2003. That's awesome. So this will be your 20th year. Congratulations. It will. Thank you. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> I know it's kind of hard when you start thinking about. It. You're like, how many? Oh my! I've been going how many years? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> boy, oh boy. So let's talk about this. You've been going since 2003, and you cigar were one of the members who started the Cigar Club. And what year did you start the Cigar Club? And what really is the Cigar Club? All right. The uh, cigar group, uh, group, my buddy and Sorry. I that went with me were cigar smokers, and we would find different places to go smoke mm-hmm. cigars. But in 2014, um, mm-hmm. someone, I do not remember who, in one of the other Dragon Con Facebook groups just made a post at hi, if anybody wants to smoke cigars and get together, let's meet up on the Hilton smoking patio, you know, out back of the Hilton. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so in um, 2014, I don't even remember which night of the con it was, but yeah, there right. were four guys, four guys showed up of which I was one. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Versaggi, who is a long time uh, registration volunteer was one of the original four guys. Oh, okay. Um, there was a guy named Michael Sigmund, but he kind of disappeared after the second year. Um, oh. And then a guy that, who goes by the name Ignatius de Luna on Facebook. That's a nice name. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is the guy that shortly after Dragon Con in 2014 created the Facebook group. And he is the one that runs that and does an amazing job. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So that's great. You're one of the founding members. I love it. And so what is the cigar group? I'm not calling it a club. It's not a club. It's a group. It's a group. It's just folks that enjoy good cigars and good company. Just get together. We, mm-hmm. uh, we ended up in 2015. We had the first Facebook group made up on Trader Vic's patio. Yes. And I actually ran into you in Trader Vic's that night. I think I did because I remember finding y'all and I went, oh my God, cigars, cigars. Yep. I kind of, I was like, oh, I remember people smoking cigars at Trader Vic's. So yeah, on oh, the yes. patio. Yes. Well, that's, so that's we were, really cool. You and I were both going towards the bar to order more drinks. and Probably, I, and, yes. And I said, Lee, yeah. you go first. And you're like, how do you know my name? <laughs> and it's like, you're the extract director. Everybody knows you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting me go first. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they still do that. I don't. I don't drink anymore, folks. That's what happens when you get old and you're on a lot of medications. Haven't done that for a long time now. Um, but <laughs> Trader Vic's used to have a deal and it was $5 Mai Tais. Mm-hmm. And you could go to Trader Vic's and they were pretty darn good, folks. Just FYI. So, you know, if you do like things like that and they used to have a great band, I don't even know. I have not gone to Trader Vic's on Thursday now for many, many years, as you can tell. But if you like to go to Trader Vic's and want to try a Mai Tai, that's the place to do it. So there you go. Oh, yes. And so, yeah, so, in 15, we met each other. Yep. So we ended up uh, going from the four guys in 2014 to the first mm-hmm. meetup at Trader Vic's. I think we had 80 people at that oh, meetup. Wow. And was, we, even, a, had, we yeah. even had a cigar rep from uh, Perdomo Ooh. Cigars there that was Ooh. able to hand out things. We can't do that anymore. That was the only wow. year we were able to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's then, a rule. Yep. Then in 2016, mm-hmm. the weekend before Dragon Con, the red phone booth opened. 
And the red okay. phone booth is a yeah. prohibition style speakeasy. Oh, there is, really? There, there is no sign on the okay. door. There is a red phone booth inset into the side of a building. Uh-huh. You have to know the number to dial, but you cannot uh-huh. get it from their website or anything. You have to get it from somebody that's either a member or you can usually get it from hotel concierges. And you go okay. into the phone booth, dial the number, and mm-hmm. the back of the phone booth opens is how you get into the place. I did not know that because I always <laughs> knew I could meet people who were smoking at the um, Hyatt on that little tiny patio. Right. That's about the only place mm-hmm. they'll let you smoke cigars at the Hyatt. They don't right. like you to do cigars down on the pool, mm-hmm. the closed right. pool area. So, the, oh, we got, I'm going to let me know about that code afterwards. We'll chat because I'm going to be around yes. a lot more this year and I would and, love to come by and say hi to people. And where it's it's easy to find if you know mm-hmm. where the Hooters is. Yeah, I know where Peachtree that is. Street, the corner yep. of corner of Peachtree and Andrew Young. Mm-hmm. If you start down the hill from the Hooter, it's about halfway through the block. And there Amalfi, used to be an yeah. It used to be daily cigar and martini bar yeah, years and years bar. ago. I've yes. never seen it open. I just remember the sign being there. Yeah, and Daly's was great. And many, 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 many years ago, my husband and I uh, used to go there. That used to be kind of our special place to go. They mm-hmm. also had great food. It wasn't just cigars oh, and yes. martinis. It was amazing. Well, so, I'm this, sorry. Yeah. Above the red phone booth is Amalfi Pizza. It's the same group that do the red phone booth that own that. Um, they even they went to Naples to train and had two 6,000-pound brick ovens imported from Italy. They had to take the top of the Ooh. building off to get those ovens in there. I bet that's pretty dang good pre- pizza here. Yeah, it's a, it's a great gonna, place. Uh, well, see, now I know another pizza place to go. See, that's <laughs> a, I would rather go to a good pizza place than anything that you might be able to get walking around. Although, sometimes you just got to put something in your mouth, and I understand that that did exactly. not come out right. Sometimes you need a little protein very quickly and you're walking around the hotels and that kind of pizza might be all you can get really quick. So I understand that, but really good pizza. If you can go and sit down and have a good pizza, it's a nice decomp at Dragon Con. I agree. So yeah. Okay. So that's around where it is. That's it. And And, awesome. uh, I yes. And uh, for people, um, I'll try to write something up for this for John. So that <clears throat> I can give a little bit of a direction, maybe even like take a picture of a map and update it so you know where you're going to go. Um, but this is great. So you got to be a member. <laughs> now, the Sakar. Well, you don't have uh, to be a member. No. You, ju- you okay. just have to. You either know somebody that's a member mm-hmm. to get the number from them or you can usually get it from a hotel concierge. The downtown okay. hotels will have it. The downtown it's just hotel you can't concierge. go to the Red Phone Boost website or email them. Or any and get it from there. I don't get it. So yeah. So this is it's it's like the old speakeasies, and I kind exactly. of love it. Now and they have so, expanded. They have expanded okay. now. They've opened another one in in uh, Buckhead, and they have one in Nashville as well. Very cool. Now at the Red Phone booth, you're going to be able to smoke mm-hmm. your scars, which is great. Which means yes. in Atlanta, folks. Let me just let you know, Atlanta has a rule: there is no smoking if uh, if you are allowing smoking at all. Everyone in the party must be 21 to enter. Exactly. Um, And that's just an Atlanta rule. This isn't the cigar group's rule or anybody else's rule. This is an Atlanta rule. So don't think you can take your 20-year-old in there because, you you know, it's your 20-year-old. You can bring your 20-year-old somewhere. 
says the woman who tried to get her 20 year old into the vortex. They don't like that and they don't like to do it. So just FYI, 21. And that's the same thing. My son was so disappointed for his 18th birthday. He wanted to go to the vortex and Mm -hmm. it was like the year before he turned 18 is when the rule changed. (laughs) We must have sons about the same age because I remember that too. Because I, we kept going to the vortex and I was like, Oh, these are the greatest ever. And I would go when he was in school or something like for dragon con or whatever else. And I'd gone to the vortex for years before I had a kid. I've lived in Atlanta since uh, 1988. So that tells you I went to the vortex when it wasn't as cool as it is now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of the same, but I live out in the wilds of Northeast Georgia, about 60 miles from downtown. Oh, okay. And I've lived here. I've lived here my entire life. So (laughs) excellent. So, okay. So now the cigar group will be there at the red door phone booth uh, at the red phone booth. Sorry. And what, I mean, what goes on in there is that, can they smoke? I mean, I know they can smoke cigars. Can they get a drink? Is there food? That, the the cocktails are the other mm-hmm. big thing at the red phone mm. booth. And that's one thing. Don't expect fast service. They are very exquisitely crafted cocktails. Oh lovely, lovely. Uh, they do they do a smoked old fashioned. Or the and for that, for the ice, they take a block of ice mm-hmm. and put it into some kind of device that turns it into a sphere. Uh-huh. And they put that in the glass. And they put the liquor in the bottom of the glass. They have a little metal plate on top with slots. They put the wood chips on there, light it with a torch. Oh, my. Once it is burning, then they cap it and the smoke Uh infuses into the drink. Then they have a little branding iron that they heat up Mm -hmm. with the torch and brand the ice. And it's like the shape of a martini glass. And then they put a little... It's something red. I think it's grenadine. Probably into grenadine, that yeah. little outline, and it runs the outline through the ice down into the drink. Okay, y'all, that's really cool. I'm just gonna see if they can do one of those. Maybe like make me a Shirley Temple kind, because mm. that sounds like the coolest thing ever. I'm just, I love that idea. Oh, that is so neat. Uh, okay, so another wait. another big drink they have is they do absinthe. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you, if you like NyQuil, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, and I'm not a big drinker. If I, if I drink, I usually drink beer last year and this year I'm having to be a commuter. So I'm not drinking. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Yep. Understood that at all. Yep. Get that totally. Um, and, but they also, they have a small bites menu. You can get oh. uh, some food. It's not the full menu from Amalfi upstairs, Yeah. but you, they have a small bats menu that you can order food. You, but I mean, you can get pizzas and what shrimp cocktail. And I mean, it's, oh, nice. it's, it's not yeah. just little bar bites. It's you can get a substantial. It's food. good bar bites. Yeah, yes. it's good bar bites. And I think that's great. I, I love sometimes I think at Dragon Con, I just, you know, I need to go somewhere and be like quiet. Um, first of all, Trader Vic's after Thursday night, usually a nice place to go and you can get food and decompress. Now it is a little more pricey. You can also find other places around that you can decompress and it's not as pricey, Um, but that's just always so nice. And so it's one of those great things to do that and just be like, oh, this is nice. It's quiet. And yeah, sometimes you got to pay a little more for that quiet. Sorry, but you know, it's nice. And so that's great. I love it. That sounds so awesome. That's great. Now, are you doing that every night at Dragon Con or are there certain nights? We, we have the official Facebook group meetup is on Thursday night. It'll be August 31st. 
Uh-huh. At starting at six thirty, and basically, at least some some of the folks will be there until at one a.m. or later. Whenever they close, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And, and you I, know, some people wonder wonder in and out. Some people stay the whole the mm-hmm. whole time. Well, and I think that's a great thing because a lot of Thursday night now is parties and meetups and things like that. Mm-hmm. And this is great because I, I, you know I already have my little Thursday menu in my my menu. Sorry. <laughs> my schedule in my head. So 80s dance party uh, at the Sheraton with the extract because 80s prom is always the best. And then if I'm still awake, <laughs> probably not, then go to the um, 8-bit ball that starts at 10 with some of our great DJ friends we've already talked to. But this is great. So I can go at 6.30, have a, you know, a third of a cigar because I can't do all of one at once. Y'all, they're pretty they're strong and then <laughs> go on to the party and, you know, wander in and out of places. I think that's wonderful. And that's great. Oh, that's yes. the great thing about Dragon Con, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's something for everybody. <laughs> there is something for everybody. And you can, and you find out about, uh, this is why I really wanted to talk to a lot of the groups is because you find things and you know, they're around, but you're not sure how to ask or how to find out that information. And Facebook, honestly is great and the dragon con official and unofficial are great to find a lot of information and if unofficial you can kind of do that um but this is a way to find other people people that you have something in common with i.e cigars or you know there's we've already talked about the dj they're doing a meetup on wednesday at the Fultz bar you can at least go talk to some djs and just tell them you know what you've enjoyed if they've done before or you know you're looking for this kind of music which DJ, do they think you should try to find or which party? You know, those are the things that go on at Dragon Con, and I think they're really great. So I'm really excited to talk about this. Um, and so you said that's the official one, but will there possibly be other people at the red phone booth during the rest of Dragon Con having some cigars at different times? Oh, yes. It's uh, when I was still staying there for the weekend, I would usually mm-hmm. be in there three to four nights. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, just a little information about the red phone booth is out, outside of Dragon Con is they mm-hmm. have a very they have a strict dress code. OK, for, you know, for men, it's collared shirts, no jeans, no athletic shoes for women. It's simply mm-hmm. I know it sounds a little sexist, but for women, it just simply says dress to impress. Yeah. Well, and I, but yeah, during, during Dragon Con, they relax the dress code because you have people in costume in there all weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yep. as far as it's, it's a cigar lounge, so you can smoke cigars, but you cannot smoke cigarettes or, uh, I, oh, okay. I don't know how they do about vaping, but I know that you, it's, it's only cigars and pipes. Only cigars and pipes. Okay. Cause those yeah. are the ones that do. I love the smell of a pipe. I can't smoke mm-hmm. them, but I love the smell of them, but those are the ones that have a, a stronger smell. So that kind of makes sense that they want those and keep it to that kind of a, Mm -hmm. they also, those scents when they permeate walls are very, a different scent to me. Right. And I don't know about to you, but a different scent than when it's a a smoke. Yes. Just regular cigarette smoke that does it. Um, They they have an amazing air filtering system too. So you would think, I mean, we will have the place completely packed out and you would Mm -hmm. think the smoke would be so thick you couldn't see. But mm-hmm. it's not. It's uh, really? is it. It's a really good filtration system. If you're mm-hmm. there outside of Dragon Con, 
you can be there where it's quiet. Usually when I was saying the whole weekend, I would go on Wednesday night before the crowds mm. arrive. So I had a peaceful night. You had a peaceful night. The rest of the, the, rest of the weekend. Well, yeah. The rest of the weekend, it's packed every, every night. Time. Because besides Dragon Con, you've also got the football folks. Yep. There. You do have the football <laughs> folks there. And I think we'll have football folks both uh, Friday and Saturday or Thursday and Saturday night. But yeah. I, I'll look that yeah, up. I'm not, I'll have I'm it for not the next sure. Podcast. I haven't looked at it yet this year for the football mm-hmm. schedule. No, I just know my Gamecocks, go South Carolina, mm-hmm. are not playing. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I don't got to go to a game on Thursday. So, <laughs> I'm so, happy. so a few more things about the oh, thing itself yeah. is uh, they they have a walk-in humidor with a huge selection of cigars, oh. so you can go. You have you have to get a waitress or a manager, somebody, because it's kept locked. And they take they take you in and you just peruse and pick out what you want and they just add it to your check along with your drinks or whatever. Oh lovely. Oh that's and, wonderful. Uh, yeah. Keep going, please. That's so, one. So. And so the way the phone booth the, the way the red phone booth is set up, of course they have a bar with the bartenders there at it. They have some bar top tables around there, but most mm-hmm. of the rest of the front area is you have like leather sofas. Oh, nice. That are set in like conversation groups, two facing each other. Um, Yes. And then they have, there's a back room. I think that, I can't remember if they call it the mafia room or what, but it's got (laughs) a huge round table, you know, that's like a (laughs) poker table. Yes, right. (laughs) So that's one that they rent out for private events a lot. Mm -hmm. That would be things like that. I love that idea of couches because then you can chat. Unlike mm-hmm. the hotels that sometimes take away our couches, so we can't sit right. down and chat, which that's great. And, of, and then one of the things about what the cigar group does is, like I said, mm-hmm. Ignatius is our fearless leader, and he's a great guy. So he, Hi, he run, so he runs the show, and when you come in, um, mm-hmm. you go find him, and you get a Dragon Con Cigar Group ribbon. He does a different ribbon each year. Ribbons! And... And you get a raffle ticket. Oh. Because there are people that donate prizes. And so they'll have one once or twice during the night, they will start pulling numbers. And I mean, we've had uh, last year, like the Mm -hmm. grand prize thing, the biggest one ever, somebody brought in a $300 cigar. (gasps) Oh my. Somebody won. (laughs) Somebody won. $300 cigar. Oh, wow. I mean, it'll be, you know, it'll be anything from like ashtrays to lighters to ball caps to Mm -hmm. T-shirts to posters to signs, just whatever different people have donated for the raffle. And remember, again, donation, donation for the raffle. So this is a free raffle. You don't got to go give them a dollar or whatever. So there we go. It's just if, if you're in there with the cigar group, you just walk up to the guys up on the the elevated platform. Mm-hmm. that's to the left as you go in and that's where they'll be and handing out the ribbons and the raffle tickets. Oh, that sounds <laughs> awesome. I can't wait. This sounds so great. Um, awesome. Now let's talk cigars for just a second. What's, what are your favorites? What do you look for in a cigar? It doesn't have to be a certain brand, but what do you look for? Well, and I'm not one of the uh, like super tasters with cigars. I just kind of, no. it's like, I either like this. I may, I can say this is mild. This is strong. Mm-hmm. I might can, I've had a few that I would say were earthy. I've had some that I would say were creamy and some that mm. maybe were a little bit peppery, but that's, yeah. I, I don't go 
right. I just, I don't have the taste into the depths that other folks do. I tend to prefer a milder cigar. My, uh, mm-hmm. my probably my main go-to cigars is there's several that are Perdomos. Um, oh, yeah. I like, uh, I like the Perdomo sun grown, both with a Connecticut wrapper and with a Habano wrapper. A Habano wrapper is a little darker and a little bit stronger. Uh, Habano as in that's not spicy, right? It's uh, just No, it's just a little bit stronger tobacco oh, okay. flavor. Okay. I was and wondering the if they were trying to play off that. So, yeah. yeah okay. And Connecticut is a lighter wrapper. The full name is Connecticut Shade Grown because it is grown mm-hmm. under shade cloth, so it doesn't get as much sun, so it stays lighter and milder. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, and yeah, I like that. Do, do they help you, though, if you go to the humidor and you say, look, I, I smoke whatever somebody gave me or whatever. Here's what I like. Can they can the manager help you find a cigar that'll go with that? Yeah, they are. Yes, they are all well versed, but also you're generally in a room full of knowledgeable people. So you can you can ask anybody, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah, help just- you out. What are you doing? Yeah. And uh, the and the waitresses also will. They will have cutters okay. and lighters. And so they Ooh. will cut your cigar for you and light it for you. And I will say something when you light a cigar. This is the one thing I learned. And I actually kind of agree is you do need actual matches. I don't care if they're wooden or not. Yeah. I think wooden's easier to hold from in my experience. But to, to light it appropriately, I've never been able to use a lighter to do it. Uh, the, so, well, the lighters that I use is you can't use, you can't really use a soft flame lighter like a Zippo mm. or a Bic. It has to be yeah. a butane torch lighter okay. because it takes serious go. firepower and the butane does not have the off taste that lighter fluid can impart. Yes. Now that would make sense. There you go. And so that, that's what I, the, yeah. And so that's what the waitresses will be using is butane torch lighters. Butane torches. Oh, that's cool yes. too. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I, you know, I'm a lot like you. I don't, it's not a brand. It's not this. What I have found is I like a mild to a medium and I like different country cigars. I really like Honduran cigars. I have found them to not have that kind of harsh taste mm-hmm. a lot of times that you can find in a cigar that kind of stays with you the next morning. Um, I also was very lucky. I got to go to Amsterdam um, and I have some Cuban cigars. Mm-hmm. And while you can't buy Cuban cigars in the U.S., they are not illegal to have in the U.S. That's you don't have to like smoke, sneak them in anymore. You just kind of say, hey, this is what I got. And customs looks at you and waves you three. So if you ever get to go somewhere where they have duty free and it's not in the U.S., you can usually get. uh, I've wondered what it's like. Yeah. Yeah, I did that in Canada and I've I've Mm -hmm. had several Cuban cigars. But, you know, people have been doing cigars that left Cuba for so long that exactly. I, for me, the all but one of the Cuban cigars I've had were no better than the ones That's available true. domestically. It's still the best one I ever had was a Cuban. It was a Cuban Hoyo de Monterey Excalibur. Oh, my, oh, look at you remembering all those names. I have them listed, <laughs> but they're in my little box where I have all the other, my humidor box where I have the other ones. So I don't remember but, their names yeah, off the top of my head. So. Yeah. With me, I, I primarily stick with Perdomo. Mm-hmm. Um, Monte Cristo, generally just oh, the Monte black Cristo label. They nice. have different yeah. variations, and uh, Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real. Oh, the is, Romeos and Julietas are lovely. I also love the Romeo and Julietas because you can get smaller ones, mm-hmm. smaller and a little thinner that are so you can smoke all of that in one. 
Yeah, those little, I think some of them called Pequeños or something like that. Something like that, yeah. I know CAO puts it out, Monte Cristo puts it out. Most of the major Mm -hmm. brands will have a small version. And for people that like flavored cigars, CAO Uh has a line of those small cigars. There's about six different flavors. Of those, okay. but, the, but they have names like Moon Trance, and I don't remember the rest. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Moon Trance. I yeah. that sounds awesome. I that's when you ask someone, "What does Moon Trance right. mean?" And trust me, somebody there can answer it. And yeah. I think that uh, they they have a few of those smaller flavored cigars too. Mm-hmm. Now, the Acid line of fuller size cigars. There's a lot of those that are flavored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and personally, yeah. I'm you know I'm I'm personally I'm a purist. I just Cigar, cigar, not flavored, mm-hmm. but a lot of people like the flavored ones. <laughs> you know, a lot of, you know, and that's that, you know, my, I do not smoke. Uh, I do have the occasional cigar. So I guess I can't say I totally don't smoke, but I have the very occasional cigar. But my sister smokes and she smokes menthols. And I'm like, oh, uh, 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 but she's oh, like, I You're never just could wrong. smoke menthols. When I smoke cigarettes, I couldn't smoke menthols, but I haven't smoked a cigarette in 27 years. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, I think I had, uh, my husband is allergic to cigarette smoke and I was slightly on and off smoking in college. And when I started dating him, I was like, all right, but I'm that smoker that a lot of people hate. I put them down. I never wanted them again. I was all fine with it. And everybody's like, we hate you. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just, you know, but it's good because my family also has a history of lung cancer and yeah. So oh, I'm glad I don't smoke cigars. I mean, I smoke you. cigarettes. Yeah. There you go. Now, one of the things you also just talked about, which I love, is that Dragon Con is always this great place because people are willing to help. People want to help people. They want to talk. They want to do all this great stuff. You are also in two other groups, one of which I'm also in a member of. And uh, one of those is the Dragon Con Over 40 group. So c- give me right. a little bit of what you think. I know you're not a one of the uh, owners, not owners, no. starters of, of it. Founders, Kim, yeah. Uh, Kimber McDermott is the one that mm-hmm. started that group, I believe. She's yes. also the one that did the uh, Thriller World Record Contest. Kimber's awesome, by the way. We love Kimber. <laughs> I, I know yep. Kimber, yes. And uh, so that one, generally with over 40, it, it, it was just, you know, all of us people that are older than all those young kids. And it was just kind of a fun thing to just kind of hang out with people that were a little bit of an older demographic. And so yep. usually it's just, there's like a meetup, I think every night during con, mm-hmm. I haven't been able to make it lately, especially cause last year and this year being a commuter. So, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, it, I don't know that it has, I'm not as informed about okay, everything yeah. that yeah. it does. But I love the dragon. What, but this is the good thing about something like this is that you can go on and off and see what's going on and meet mm-hmm. people. The Dragon Con Over 40 group, I like because we also do it very tongue in cheek, right? We're the group that has tried those big buckets of buckets of rum <laughs> at the Hyatt. And now we'll tell you, you know what? Just getting a straight old shot of rum <laughs> right across from the bar is much better than that. You can follow it up with some Kool-Aid if you really want. You know, we're those people. But I do think there are certain things. It's like Dragon Con Bingo. You had to at least once try, if you drink, the bucket of rum. So, yeah. Yeah. So the other thing about the Dragon Con Over 40, um, if you watch the parade, whether live or afterwards or on your web subscription, you can get that. Remember, $10. It's going to be on the site soon. I think it might already be on the site. I'll check. 
um, you can watch it all the time. There is a get off our lawn over 40 group and it's very tongue in cheek. We don't want anybody on our off our lawn. We want everybody on all the lawns. But, you know, there are different things like, as you said, in 2003, you could still get a hotel room at the Marriott on Friday afternoon. <laughs> that doesn't or- happen. And at a price of 150 bucks a night, which I thought was outrageous at that time. <laughs> at that time, right. At that time, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's not that great of a hotel. Yeah, right. It's kind of the so. same thing with the eternal membership is it mm-hmm. was like 500. And at that time, the weekend pass was like 45 if you bought it in advance. And it's right. like, I don't know that I'm going to be coming 10 years. 10 years. And here I am 20 years later. And right. it's like, okay, yeah, I should have bought it. <laughs> That's that is one of those things you kind of kick yourself later. You're like, I should have bought it when it was a thousand. And people are like, but you were a volunteer. And, and that was what my thing was. Well, I volunteered. I, I you know, I was always going to be a Dragon Con. I didn't. And my husband was like, yeah, I'd buy one. But there's going to be years, especially early on when he was working and couldn't be at all of Con. And right. yeah, so those are the things you kick yourself now. Um, but usually just. Think about it after you've come to one or two or three cons going, hmm, I'm going to probably come at least X number of times in the next number of years. I will say this, folks, for the eternal memberships, they don't transfer. You could buy it for your child, but they don't transfer. Your child can't transfer it. You can't buy one for yourself and transfer it to your child later. So just FYI, I know that. I know that rule. That's a weird one. It's on, uh, it only lasts as long as your eternity lasts. <laughs> as long as your eternity lasts. Right. I know. Another thing that was over 40, no, like I just had to have our house recited and they were like, it's a lifetime warranty. I went my lifetime. And they went, no, the house's lifetime. I'm like, <laughs> I could maybe die exactly. 10 days from now, but yay, this house should be up here for a while. Woo-hoo! Mm. So yeah. Oh, those yes. are things. And you're also a member of the Dragon Con newbies and you're not a newbie. Haven't been for a while. So what, no. what got you into that? Um, It's just the idea of it about, helping people out, the kind virgins that come that are just totally overwhelmed. <laughs> yes. You know, so I have not been part of doing the walking tours that they uh-huh. do on Thursday, but right. I will, when I see somebody asking a question about something, if it's something uh-huh. that I'm familiar with, then I'll, you know, jump in and right. and try to give them the benefit of my experience. And now all of these groups that we're just chatting, Tim and I are chatting about, they're on Facebook. There is a Dragon Con Cigar group. The search engine in Facebook's pretty good, y'all. You know, should be, knows everything. Um, there is a Dragon Con over 40 group and there is a Dragon Con newbies group. We've actually already talked to the newbies people. So you can, you know, just go on there and find things if you're interested in. And if you are interested in something and you don't see it, go to the Dragon Con official or unofficial and put the question out there. Like, I don't know, is there a strawberry shortcake meetup? And I only bring that up because I just remember I saw a lot of strawberry shortcake people uh, last year, the year before, because um, strawberries kind of making a comeback like everything in the 90s. My sister loved strawberry shortcake and I would sniff those things and I would just be like, because we're 10 years apart. So what she was born in 79. So like, yeah, late 80s, early 90s, my sister's like, look, strawberry shortcake. And I'd be like. Oh, no, just, yeah, I'm good. You go play with blueberry and strawberry and, you know, apple pie or whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, those do not smell really like strawberry to me. But, you know, 
I know there is a My Little Ponies group. I'm sure there is a strawberry shortcake. Put it on there, folks. Look it up. That's how you find friends. Um, and, and Tim, you'll remember this when we used to have to stand in line before registration was as wonderful and efficient as it is now, even occasionally with the little hiccups. Um, I have a friend who misses that line. And so then she goes before Dragon Con starts and still stands in line to go get the badges, even though she knows right. it's going to go fast because she likes that experience because she met yeah. people. She said, I that's how people. I met a lot of people. Oh, yes. I still see people getting in line at like seven on Thursday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all it means, I, you know, I have learned I don't go until about one in mm -hmm. the afternoon and then there's no line there's to no speak line. of. Yeah, I do love, I do love, and that is one of, it's kind of like, a, if you've ever been in there when people are, there's no line, but you still have to go through the, you have to be careful and go through the mm -hmm. maze or whatever, mm -hmm. mousetrap thing. Um, it sounds like they're, you're at life, you know, it sounds like you're at the pool and the lifeguards, no running! You know, you're just like, <laughs> okay. Oh, that gave me a little flashback. So, yeah, oh, yes. so that's great. This is how you meet yeah. people, folks. Um, because one my of, longest... I think my mm -hmm. longest line was like four and a half hours. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to be up there with you when it was that they started. Um, I started in 96 and it was somewhere around there. I was a volunteer, but I was able to go and my husband was working, but I could go pick up his badge on Thursday. And I think I st stood in line one Thursday and it was like three or four hours. Um, and it that was okay. Was we were chatting and it was, yeah. Oh yeah. And that was part of my longest one was my best friend that was my dragon con Betty for a number of years until mm -hmm. he unfortunately passed away at the young age of 47, 10 years mm -hmm. ago. Um, he was a surgeon. So I would always pick up his badge along with mine mm -hmm. and, get, and go to the hotel to get ready for him right. to come down. So he didn't have to wait in line when he got mm -hmm. there. So those, those were the longest years in line. Cause there was one year, I think the longest one I had was I had to go through the regular line to get mine. And he had bought mm -hmm. his through Ticketmaster. So after I got mine, I had to go to the Ticketmaster line, which usually it wasn't as long. But this yeah. year it, it was. I think I was in line for mine for about two and a half to three hours. And the rest mm -hmm. of it was at the Ticketmaster line. There you go. But the great thing about that, and that's what's different now, too, is we've got the app, is you were able to get that paper book and you brought your highlighters and you started highlighting and figuring out like, oh, wait, yes. oh, and you look at somebody else going, oh, what's that about? And yeah, that, you made friends. But and that's, that's one of the that's one of the dragon kind of things I kind of miss because the, the little paper book that you could fold up and put in your pocket. Yeah. yeah. That program guide, because that's what I carried around with me before we had the app. <laughs> I Well, this laughs, but. I actually, because we have my niece and nephew, this is my second time bringing another generation to Dragon Con. My son and my nephew, uh, who my son is now 24. He has gone to every Dragon Con, but two since he was born. His first one, he was six weeks old. Yes, I was crazy. That's what you do when you're 29 and 30 years old. You do these kind of crazy things with babies. Um, and then now I've got my niece and nephew. And so we actually still print out like where Andrew and I will be. And then we start like adding the kids to it because then we'll know, oh, okay. And we still put it on the app too. But, you know, if you sometimes you're still in the bowels of the Hyatt or wherever and it's, you just can't get to the app. It's nice to have that little piece of paper, which is still just, that says a little much about yeah, me. Got a, how we do it. I've got a friend who, um, she was originally living in California when we met her in 2004. She's now in mm -hmm. Colorado, 
but she's she designs all her own costumes. She's big into the Lord of the Rings. And Ooh. so then she she did a couple of costumes for me and my friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did you so, do? Um, who do you think? I was the I was TOS Spock was the first one. Of course. There you go. And, Always the, good. and then the second one was Spock from Star Trek Four. Because mm. that one, I liked that one. Because mm-hmm. remember, that's where they came back in time to San Francisco to get the wells. Mm-hmm. And so Spock had to cover his pointy ears up. So he tied the band around his head. Right. So that he way I didn't that- have to... It's a long off-white robe. Yes, right, that, yeah. Which would be, I think, comfortable, actually. (laughs) uh, Well, she made it out of, uh, like, raw silk, and it was extremely hot. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh. Yes, because silk, you know, they make a lot of thermal. They do make a lot of thermal things, that is true. And so it it was rather hot in Atlanta, you know, with that. But I liked having that to tie around because it was – with the original series uniform, mm-hmm. I couldn't get pointy ears that matched the skin tone, plus trying to glue them on and get them unglued. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'll tie the band around my head and not have to try gluing ears on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, my niece likes to dress up. She's very into My Hero Academia and something else that I can never remember. It's only on the web. It started as this little, I don't know what it is, yeah. but she loves to do it and she's she's dressing up and um, my nephew keeps saying he wants to dress up, but he's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I'm like, and that's one of the things we did with the, uh, with the Star Trek costumes. There's been mm-hmm. two different world record attempts for people. Yes, there have. And so the second one uh, they held in the Marriott atrium, that was after Garrett Wang took over as director of Trek track. Right. And uh, so he actually had on his, Uniform. Actual Harry Kim and, uniform. And he said, this is the only time I've ever had this on since the series ended. <laughs> so he was part of it. But oh, we st- awesome. we fell short both times. We didn't quite make it. <laughs> but did you have fun? Oh, yes. It was a blast. My son had started going by the time of the second one. I let my mm-hmm. son come for the first time when he was 13. Okay. But it was yep. kind of like, and, and his mother came with him. She had never come before. And it was kind of like, okay, you can come. You just need to be back in the room by 6 or 7 p.m. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. There, there is a time limit, folks. There is. We've talked about it. We'll talk about it some more in another podcast. But yeah, I'm just saying eight o'clock is anything you, you probably want the little ones out. And I will also say when I brought our small one, it was only our small one until the boys were like six or seven. So and my husband and I would pass off, you know, it'd be like, all right, here you go. You're not doing any panels right now. Good. Or I'm not on. I'm on out on schedule. I'll take him and, you know, stuff like that. So it was always, it was always good. But yes, my husband and the boys, we had to buy them. Uh, we had to find them to buy Star Trek uniform shirts. And they mm-hmm. went to one of them. I don't remember which one. I think it might've been the one yeah. with Garrett. Yeah. yeah. And and my, my son for his, he just had, you know, just the standard, like a pair of black pants and the red shirt, you know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We had a blue, a yellow and a red. Um, my husband was in blue because Spock is is best is the best, yeah. right? And our uh, my costume designer, I meet her. Her birthday is on September first, so I meet her for oh. dinner every year at oh, Con nice. to celebrate her birthday. So it's it's just like Ignatius, like these other guys. I only see them this one time every year, but they're some of the best friends I have. And you know, it, that's the thing too. Is we talked about Dragon Con, people want want to help. They want you to have fun. This is, this is what we're trying to do. We're passing the kindness. That's with swag and seek. I have to be very careful when I say that. Um, But that's, what's always so great about this is that you can do it that way. 
And that's kind of wonderful. Um, and as you said, this is the family reunion for family that you actually want to family and friend reunion for the family and friends you want to see. You know, this is the reunion where you're like, oh, good, I get to see you and hug you and yay, and do the Kermit arms and whatever. So, and that's it's, you know, it's fun. Sometimes you you meet other congoers in the wild and mm -hmm. likely places. Uh, in coming, Georgia is about 30 miles west of me and about 30 miles north of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a cigar store there called the Cigar oh. Shop with two mm -hmm. P's and an E, and I was in there one day having a cigar. It has a lounge, oh, and nice. uh, there was another guy sitting there and got to talking. And somehow we got talking about Dragon Con. We both went to Dragon Con. Mm -hmm. He's he was one of the guys. He's known as Smoking Joe of mm -hmm. the Cigar Nerds podcast. Oh, very cool. There we go. So, see. And so that was in late 2014 or early 2015 that I met him. And that's how they didn't know about the Dragon Con Cigar Group until I ran into him. There we go. See, it's and perfect. So, this is what we do, folks. Just they, they have a They have a really good podcast. I've been listening to it. They started up. They started their podcast around 2013 or 14. I think they're up okay. into like 120 something episodes. They do you know, about once a month, sometimes twice a month, that it just it's it's not an absolute set schedule. Right. Yeah. When you want to talk about a cigar, you get your friends together and you do and you're nerds and you talk about yeah. cigars. I love it. But That's you can usually find them. They actually they've got some cigar nerds shirts, you know, like the guy oh, cool. shirts, but it's got yeah. a cigar nerds patch with their logo yeah. on it. I love it. That's so awesome. That is so <laughs> cool. Uh a guy shirt for those who don't know is uh, like a bowling shirt, but not as cheesy, I guess exactly. for the want of a better term. It's usually much more neutral and things like that, but it's also very comfortable to wear. Yes. And it can, have, it can have buttons. It can be a zip for full front zipper. Yeah. It can be all kinds of patterns, designs. <laughs> yeah. And they're usually very, uh, well, it depends, but usually because they're Gaia they're done in, you know, warmer countries. I'm sure you can guess. And they're usually pretty nice and they are breathable and you don't yes. die in them. So, which is always good. So awesome. All right. Tim, we are done. We're at our time because right. we could, I think you and I could just chat for like another two hours, but you know, so. <laughs> I think we got stuff to do. I will see you sometime. I hope at the red phone booth. Uh, so doing this and again, a reminder, there is a dragon con cigar group. That's just what Tim talked about. Tim, do you know the official name of that? That, that is it. It's the dragon con cigar group. There we I go. Yeah. I think they still have the asterisk and dragon con in the name yeah. of it. Okay. But, well, but you can still, still find, find it, it easily. Yes. You can and, find it easily. Oh, and just one thing we've gone from the original four members mm -hmm. at the founding to the 80 at the first official meetup yep. to there's now 935 members in the Facebook group. That's so cool. I think there were, I was so surprised when I joined, I think a while back that it, it was like, there was 150 and I was like, whoa, that's like, wow, there are that many people that smoke cigars at Dragon Con and I didn't know about it. So yeah, that's wonderful. And y'all have fun at Dragon Con, Tim. I hope you have a great time. Be careful driving back and forth because 75 can be a pain in the butt. I happen to oh, know yes. that very well, very well where you're going. So for John, who couldn't be here today, and as a thank you, Tim, for being here, this is Lee saying peace and bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. This was a production of The Unique Geek.
call our comment line at 8133210TUG. That's 8133210884. Email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com or 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Follow The Unique Geek on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike License.